0: podcast.
1: A podcast?
0: Yeah, that's right. A podcast? I'm Mitchell Regan, and joining me as always is the incomparable, the great, the wonderful Teresa Stoddard.
1: That's me! Hello, guys!
0: We're here to give you our unqualified, unwanted, and frankly, unasked for opinions on all things pop culture related.
1: Wait, so we're actually doing it? A podcast? Who's going to listen to this? No one. I mean, I guess we'll find out.
0: Wait, is this even being recorded?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. It looks like
0: we are. I feel like that's a mistake. In case anyone out there is actually listening, though, make sure to find us at our socials, which include Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, And Spotify.
1: As well as Facebook and right inside your brains. We're working on the last one, folks.
0: Yeah, that's correct.
1: Neuroscience for the win.
0: You also can share your unwanted opinions with us directly at our email. But please remember, only rate us five stars. We don't want to be ridiculous here.
1: Well, we can do ten stars.
0: Well, you can do ten stars, but that just means they'd rate us five stars twice. So make sure you log into your troll accounts. You know, the ones that no one's supposed to know that you have.
1: Alright, tell your friends.
0: People, People still have friends?
1: I think so. Um, but who needs more than me? Am I right?
0: That is true.
1: That hesitation? Not loving it.
0: Well, you know, you have a point. Um... Every single week, what we're going to do is we're going to select something that sparks our interest because heck, we can do whatever we want.
1: It's our podcast.
0: A podcast, correct.
1: We make the rules. You have to listen. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but it'd be nice. No, they're forced to. Okay, so once you hit the play, nothing else matters. It's Mitchell, it's Teresa. It's television, it's movies, and, you know, we like to bring our artist friends on as well.
0: Sometimes we also sometimes do books.
1: Yeah, you remember those things?
0: Not really. I think it's what trees are turned into.
1: Okay, so it's when you carve off a slice of tree, and then you look at the page, and you hallucinate.
0: It's like the internet, but printed out.
1: Except for, I can't see it.
0: Right. Because... You can't see things inside your brain.
1: I really, really, let's let's pause for a moment here. When people say picture that in your mind, I thought it was like a concept. Like, sure.
0: We need sad violin music here, I think.
1: I mean, do you know anyone that plays the sad violin?
0: I think every violinist plays the sad violin.
1: That's true. They're all sad. Yeah. Well, they do have to have cat gut.
0: That is a lot of cat more than I thought we'd ever discuss on this podcast. What we are discussing on this podcast, on this specific episode, is we watch a lot of TV
1: and movies, but mostly TV.
0: But like a lot.
1: If it's of TV. good, if another podcast recommends it to us, you bet we're watching it.
0: Other podcasts exist? I mean, yeah. I thought we were the only one.
1: That's the plan. Podcast world domination. But for now, we got to do our first episode.
0: Okay. For our first episode, we're going to break down our top ten lists. The way that's going to go is I have a list that Teresa's never seen, and she has a list that I've never seen. If there's overlap, we'll talk about the show and whoever has it at the highest ranking. So if I have a show at rank 10, but Teresa has it at 7, we'll discuss the show at 7. Uh, we might also s- put in a couple of vulnerable mentions or rant and rave and who cares. You're listening and...
1: Everyone knows the top pick for both of us is Secret Invasion.
0: Well, I mean, I was don't want to spoil things right off the bat because...
1: Are you a fucking scroll?
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you got me so. there. You got me there. You were
1: looking a little green around the gills there.
0: Just just a bit. I'll tell you what, if I was green around the gills, it's just as good with the CGI I could use that Marvel Studios is currently using.
1: Their budget looks like it was $5, but it was uh, much more. And
0: I could tell because Disney Plus is charging you more than $5, and it doesn't look like they are
1: not gonna lie they're burying that one that's not the one they're like come watch this folks
0: they didn't even have the full marvel intro
1: i literally asked is this actually affiliated with marvel
0: anyway i digress
1: this is not slander this is our opinion right deal with it also samuel l jackson love you man but what was that why you cannot sit there next to olivia coleman
0: yeah olivia coleman though
1: and just phone it in, Olivia you should have stayed up in the space station, man.
0: Might be at some point in one of our top 10 lists. Uh, yeah, least.
1: she's the greatest of all time.
0: That's true, she is a true go- goat. Her and uh, Melanie
1: Linsky, am I right?
0: Do you want to start us off, or do you want me to start us off with our top 10?
1: Um, you start us off, okay. This time,
0: do you want to start with honorable mentions?
1: You know, I think I do,
0: okay. Um, you might be kind of disappointed at one of my honorable mentions, because I feel like it's going to be on your top ten list. I'm and just it... being
1: dis- disappointed. You are a man.
0: That is true. That is a that is something I have to deal with. Uh, that was a real laugh, guys. Um, I'll, I'll start. Uh, this did possibly. not... Yeah, I will. Lots of honor. The first one that I left... Well, I'll go in order. The It would be 13 for me. Uh, Full Circle. Uh, Is that on your list?
1: Full Circle actually didn't make it on any of my lists, although I did enjoy watching it.
0: I did. It's Soderbergh. Um, The direction was really impressive. The storyline kind of hinged on a lot of things that were kind of outlandish. Um, The performances were really good, but it kind of felt like homework towards the end because there's just a lot of stuff going on without it really being explained. And then a lot of it was just like capitalism is also terrible.
1: Yeah. I kind of feel like it should have been either two episodes shorter or four episodes longer. I feel like they had a lot of plot points that they wanted to get to. And then they just kind of threw everything and were like, bam, bam, let's kill people.
0: There was a character though named Melanie, Melody, Har- Melody Harmony though. That was incredible. Yeah. Like you, you can't argue. You name here. your detective Melody Harmony, you're you're up to something. Like you're you're doing something, and that's that's what the show felt like that they were doing something. Uh, I'm gonna throw in my two other honorable mentions: Kunk uh, on Earth.
1: That's also one of my honorable mentions. Okay, so. I couldn't give it a top spot just because of the format of the show, really. I want to see more. I enjoyed every bit. The disgusted look of revulsion on the face of real documentarians were so angry.
0: It's probably the face that a lot of people are list- like who are listening to us right now are probably making it at the moment.
1: Yeah, careful. It might freeze that way. That's what they told me in the 90s.
0: I forgot the 90s existed. Right, so... Uh, what Kunk else on did Earth. you have? Well, I was going to just say, talk about Punk on Earth real quick, and I was going to say that it was really funny. Uh, the interview process was amazing. I hope that they do more.
1: So it's like The Onion with Philomena Kunk, but most of the stuff is real because let's face it, we're running out of satire these days, so she just goes through this.
0: The news is satire.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But she goes through era by era, starting with the Stone Age, all the way through modern day. Um, it's brilliant. She makes fun of Beethoven at one point.
1: Also, fuck capitalism. That's where we're at with a lot of these shows on the list, actually.
0: That's that's true. Yeah, that's, that's our also, policy here. Also,
1: support the writer's strike. End of story. There is so much you can watch. Don't be a little bitch. Yep. Don't cross the picket line. Absolutely not.
0: Don't be a scab. Uh, the other honorable mention I have that will probably disappoint you the most is I put Yellow Jackets as an honorable mention. And I'm assuming that's on your top ten.
1: Okay, so this is actually just a single person podcast now. Right. Um, I have nothing else to say.
0: It's on your top ten? It's
1: yes. A- okay, okay, It's okay. Yellow Jackets. What the hell, man?
0: I just if you put the-
1: Secret Invasion up there, I'm kicking you off.
0: You should. You should. (laughs) I did not put it there. I I just thought that there are 10 shows I like better than Yellow Jackets. There was
1: a lot of great shows, so I can't fault you too much. Now,
0: if you did specific episodes, I feel like there would be a a Yellow Jacket episode that would be on there.
1: Or even genre, because, I don't know, putting comedy up against drama is sometimes a little weird for me, because it depends on my mood. Do I want to be crushed emotionally do I want you to wring me out to dry, and drowning in my own tears, or do I want to laugh?
0: You know, they say you're an author.
1: I am, I am, but we'll get to that later.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, with the the way, with the words that you're doing.
1: What other words should I use? I only know English.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's the visual image that you're painting. Anyway, that
1: I can't see.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, but I have that as an honorable mention. But I, like I said, we'll probably discuss that later. I think I was just kind of like the first season was so good, and there are so many things that came out this year that were like their first season that were so incredible that I kind of just it would be eleven. Like if I if I could put a top eleven, that's where Yellow Jackets would be. I mean, technically we
1: could because it's our podcast.
0: Yeah, but we're doing a ten. Ten is all right. Ten is the best. All right. Um. So I guess like I said, I'll start with my list then at ten. No, no. Oh, what your was, honorable mention. What was your
1: last honorable mention? It was
0: Yellow Jackets. It was all those are the
1: three. Yellow Jackets. What did you do? On Earth oh, full circle. full circle. Yeah, okay. So my other um, honorable mention, if you will, was actually Jury Duty. I did not expect to like so, it. But... That's on my list. Okay. I'm going to say a little bit, and then you can sure go into that. So basically, this guy wants to know how. The court systems in America work, which they don't, but we're not going to get into that now. Look for your other podcasts for that. I just, I can't even.
0: I thought other podcasts didn't exist.
1: They don't, but if you want to make one about how they work, we will support you. Teamwork makes the dream work. All that nonsense. I know, I know, but I had to say it was right there. Low-hanging fruit.
0: (laughs) How many (laughs) cliches can you fit into one sentence? That's what I'm asking.
1: You just said I'm an author. Come on now. That's true. Um, but jury duty, this guy doesn't know how it works and everybody else there on the jury, the judge, everybody there, they're all actors and some are actors you might recognize. That's all I'm going to get into because I really think you need the characters to really sell you on it, but it's definitely worth a watch in my opinion. Like I said,
0: we'll go back to it.
1: Yeah, for sure. What I'm other? glad that it's on your list though, because Thanks. it would be easy to overlook it, but it was just so great. It was, and, like, it was really such good. such a refreshing idea. And we
0: watched it like in one day.
1: Yeah, social experiments, we love them.
0: Yeah. It's like one of those, well, we'll, we'll again, like I said, we'll we'll go back and talk about it. Uh, but what else? What other honorable mentions do you have?
1: You know what? Since you started the honorable mentions, I'm actually going to start with my number 10 pick, which is Harley Quinn.
0: Uh, that's good. It hasn't been a full season yet.
1: I know it's gonna be there, go on. though. Yeah, okay. No, I just love That's it. Fair.
0: That's fair. I
1: don't have like I'm not gonna wax poetically about it. It's just the animation is gorgeous and I love it everything about it. I Again love... it's animation which isn't my favorite, so if I put an animated pick up there, you know it's great.
0: I knew animated wasn't your favorite. I knew well, I mean like
1: Really? <laughs> have I said that before? I, I just have you? I don't know if you really have. Yes, because I'm like I don't like animated stuff, which but I do. But it has to be so good. It has to leap out. Right. It has to be worlds above other animation. Well, now, is... Pixar movies, yes, but like other stuff, you really got to work for it for me.
0: The I think it also has a lot to do with like adult animation being a thing.
1: Yes, because I feel like
0: it's easier to buy in like as a kid animation thing.
1: Some of the. Some of the stuff they want you... Like, I don't like some of the humor. It's not for me. And it's not even that it's adult humor. It's just some that don't... Are you talking about
0: other... other Yeah, that just don't
1: stick for me. Like, I can watch so much Family Guy or American Dad or The Simpsons. And while I know they're great, they are. They're timeless. They are always... Uh,
0: Family Guy is timeless. Simpsons, yes, but...
1: Yes. Simpsons is, like, your own fortune teller. Oh, they predict the future all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said
1: they wanted to stop doing that, didn't they? Or was that something else? They're like, I'm sick of predicting the future.
0: I think they're just tired of it. I think, again, because satire is news.
1: Okay, and speaking of my favorite podcast, this is a very quick aside. I don't really do podcasts. Now I'm doing a podcast. Can you believe that?
0: I mean, we're recording, so yes.
1: Okay, but anyway, so I love My Favorite Murder with Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. And everyone thinks that they coined the term murderinos, but it's actually Ned Flanders. Right. saying Calling the murderinos. Murderinos because they were spooky. He actually, no, he literally says murderinos in one of the episodes. We will find that another time, but I love you, Karen and Georgia.
0: Again, other podcasts don't exist, but if they were to. They do. They do. Theoretically, they do. these people do exist. So, um, just, a little bit about Harley Quinn. I wanted to say, and I should have put it on honorable mentions, but I usually like a full completed season before I make judgment on on those. Um, I I personally love the. Uh... You all right,
1: our rat Margaret is just sniffing, sniffing, sniffing at the cage. She wants to be a part of this process. So just if you hear a little clink of metal, that's what that is.
0: Um, what was to say, I love the relationship at the core of the show and i love that the the showrunners for Harley Quinn had decided that ever since Are they... you talking
1: about no joker like romantically?
0: Well, i'm talking about just the Harley Quinn and Ivy oh, yeah. relationship. And i they've decided that ever since they were going to be together, which spoiler happens at the end of the second season, that they were never going to do a storyline which they broke up. So it actually instead of like most characters in fictional places where it's always like a are they going to break up? Are they going to get back together? Are going to break up? They decided that once they were together like no matter what they dealt with they were always going to find a way to keep their relationship together.
1: And they do deal with a lot and they have a lot of problems but they work through it. Right. And I don't know if that's Harley's um, background in psychology or if it's Poison Ivy very like into the earth and okay I'm not going to go anywhere with that one. I think
0: it's the show writing that does that.
1: Yes, and they really make fun of their like gruff manly man fan base. that's yes. like, oh no, I only want Harley when she's with the Joker.
0: They do an Mr. amazing J. job.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna delete this from the internet forever. You probably
0: should. Uh, I was gonna say they do a great job making fun of Batman, the oh movies, God, yes. the animated series. They make fun of making fun of the. Uh, like, your traditional comic book fans who are usually...
1: They're like, uh, women aren't funny!
0: Right. Um, so, it's it's also really refreshing because they have great representation for, like, LGBTQ.
1: IA plus.
0: Yes. Uh, so, that's a great show. Uh, again, it'd probably be on my top ten if it was a complete season... Uh, it's all broke really the good... rules, it happens. No, it's, it's perfectly fine. But i mean... they're my
1: rules, so I can't really break them. That's true. Okay, he sets guidelines a little bit, and I'm like, no, nah, this is what we're doing. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, what are their guidelines okay, if you don't to... break them?
1: what's your number 10?
0: Right. Uh, my number 10 was Mrs. Davis.
1: So that, didn't, have that, any that didn't get on there. Okay. It should be on honorable mention because it was just really so much. It the was... world building and absurdity right. was just great. Unmatched, uh, I think.
0: Yeah, the thing that really stands out about the show, besides the wonderful metaphor that they do for religion, and the, I I I just I love with how they showed, um, the the main the main characters like, religious, um, dedication.
1: Yes, but it showed it in a way where she's really looking for someone to be in her corner. The beginning, like, the first episode, you'll see why she really needs that sort of person there for her.
0: Okay, I'm gonna spoil a little bit. What I think is amazing is the personification of a Jesus character.
1: And getting to fuck him is pretty nice.
0: Yes. There was, there definitely was that.
1: Ooh, we just lost some viewers. angry comments you cannot fuck jesus slash god but like can't you can't you (laughs)
0: um well yeah so uh, but the absurdity was was incredible a lot of the themes that they played on was amazing um the 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 performances were great I really enjoyed um, kind of a lot of the twists and the turns in the story. They would start out one way and then it would completely surprise you. The ridiculousness of Wiley, his uh, group of people who were against... Uh, the Mrs. Davis is supposed to be an AI, but it's different for other parts of the world. Um, but like they, he had his like own group of like super troopers who were just crazy... Um, and all their performances were, were amazing. Uh, a lot, that also really explored a lot of, like, toxic masculinity and, like, how ridiculous it could be.
1: Also, why was that guy randomly kind of Australian?
0: Again, it, I don't know. It was just absurd. It was, it was, it was really good. Um.
1: Well, if you think you know what happens next in it, no, you don't. That's yeah, like, that's, that's probably the main If I had a tagline thing. for it, if I could sum it up, if you think you know what happens next, no, you know.
0: And also, I've always been a big fan of Damon Lindelof, who uh, was one of the showrunners. Um, wh- he did Lost, and he did uh, Watchmen, and he did uh, The Leftovers. And they kind of all really leaned on an absurdist view of like modern... Life And so I I always appreciated their, I mean, his, his, his writing. Um, but that's, that's it for Mrs. Davis. Unless you have anything else to add?
1: I don't think I do. All
0: right. So what's your number nine?
1: My number nine is swarm. That's good. You can find that on Amazon prime. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. We've been wanting to watch it for a while, but for some reason we didn't get to it right away. And I heard that Billie Eilish is in it and she, was amazing.
0: I think that was my favorite episode, the one that she was yes, in. Yes.
1: You can tell her creative, like, aura is all over it. And the person she plays is not what you expect of Billie Eilish, and I think that's so great. Like, I didn't want her to just be the pop star right, right there.
0: Like, there is a big worry that it's like, okay, you find out Billie Eilish is is in your show, and it's like, okay, so how many songs is she going to sing? But instead, she actually really, like, acts. The Talking about acting, the lead actress for Swarm was absolutely incredible. Um,
1: and I totally bought into that girl group. So this is a little bit of a spoiler. Everything we say, you're just going to have to know. We're probably spoiling some stuff for you. But it's nothing so big that it's not worth a watch after.
0: Right. Dominique Fishback is the, the lead actress on that.
1: She was amazing. Right. If I saw her, I would run. Like, I don't care that she's a real person. Like, if I saw her, I'm in danger. And, and yes, I do love that music star. I had it on the tip of my tongue, and it just it starts with an N.
0: It's, it's definitely not Beyonce, right?
1: No, it's just code for Beyonce.
0: Yeah. That's, um...
1: The she was a goddess. Nia.
0: Sounds right. Look
1: Sounds... it up. This is our first episode, man.
0: Um, I also like the um the episode where the so it's a traditional drama where you're watching episode to episode to episode. You're following Dominique Fishback's character. Um, also, I liked a little bit of the gender fluidity that they played on mm-hmm. with their character.
1: And the one episode where they just are like, actually, we are a crime drama.
0: Right. Well, not only a crime drama, but like a crime documentary.
1: And it's, it's a, it's a woman of color instead of.
0: Right. Your traditional these random, like white like, men, white detectives. Right.
1: They didn't know certain beauty products, certain cleaning products. Right.
0: She was the one specifically to catch yes. them because they knew what to look for. It was. It was, that I would was really watch a
1: hundred episodes of her.
0: Yeah, she was great. Give she was great. me more. Um, But, do you have anything else to say about Swarm? Swarm could have been an honorable mention. Um,
1: Go watch it. It does get very violent.
0: Yeah, and um, like the first episode some of it is... is...
1: very gut-punching. Like, so, while I don't think it was my first favorite top 10 show like i don't think it would have gone there just from my favorite alone but the feeling that it elicited this pit in my stomach i just had to put it up there because it earned that spot
0: it's like one of those shows that it's entertaining but it's not like always a good time
1: like binging it kind of was a lot like Remember, I kind of was like very low key, not okay after that.
0: Right. I also, and this something is gets way overused. It was something. It was a show that kind of felt important.
1: I definitely agree, and it's just like you're not getting more. Yeah. It's it's finished.
0: I should say also like Donald Glover is behind it, and he did Atlanta, and you could definitely see you can some feel of
1: the... the pulse. You can feel his right. You can feel, feel his, his hand on, on the pen. Yeah. yeah. Like. It's got his signature on yeah. it. Yeah. And I would definitely, as long as you're not a child, definitely watch that.
0: I, I would, would watch all these shows.
1: Oh, obviously, and we can we can definitely on a later episode come back and do a full dive into it.
0: Especially if anyone requests it. Not a recap, it. full dive, right. but
1: just just really maybe a little more episode by episode, just the feelings that we had.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, Um, if
1: you're interested in that, let us know, and we will definitely make a point to tell you what we think. And it's any
0: of these shows. At any of these shows that you're interested in. Or your faves.
1: Like, we do take suggestions. Correct. We want something that is fucked up, it's different, and that you can get into by the first episode. If I have to do two seasons, I'm not watching it. I'm just not. I don't have the time.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go on to my ninth. All right, your number nine. My number nine, it was one of your honorable mentions. That was Jury Duty. Nice. Um, I, it's one of those shows where, uh, it's not really even a high concept, but like it's designed around a concept.
1: It's a different concept.
0: Right. And the idea is the, as you said earlier, all the people playing parts of the jury, Parts of witnesses, the trial, everything is faked. The judge is faked. The only person who doesn't know is the person that was reporting for jury duty that you're following all the way through. Um, And everything he does is 100% genuine. He is
1: so wholesome.
0: He was incredibly wholesome. Um, They have uh, James Marsden in it.
1: Oh, my God, it's worth it for his...
0: His performance. His portrayal of was, him being a nominated. douchebag
1: is so funny.
0: Yeah, he was great.
1: You can't convince me he's actually a douchebag in real life.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he wouldn't have
1: done that. Very
0: anymore. convincing. Uh, and he was also a producer on the show, so like it was one if of his ideas. If you're a douchebag
1: in real life, please let us know and I will correct my statement.
0: Um, but the show is... I thought it was incredibly wholesome. Uh, you follow the trial, everything to do with it. Uh, You meet all of these interesting characters that they've created. Um, What was the thing that they did for sex? Like, there's one character that wants to be with another character. And the only way that they felt that they could have sex is if James Marsden
1: jumped up and down. It's a Mormon thing. It's called soaking. So you just put it in, but you're not allowed to do the moving. It's a
0: Mormon thing. There you
1: go. So if you want to see some people soaking, you know, soak it all up, guys
0: again, author. Um, Yeah, and then at the end, it's it's incredibly wholesome, like, uh, it definitely, when we watched it, it made me tear up because of just how much, like, how he genuinely felt about the whole process.
1: They all are friends after.
0: Yeah, they are, and they, didn't they even have, like, a lot of evidence afterwards that they would still hang out? Yeah, they would hang
1: out a lot of them, and I don't know, but the, the The betrayal that he felt, I felt.
0: Right. That was another
1: time after that where Mitchell was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, dude, I'm good. Like, what's, I'm fine. Um, If you don't know this, which you don't because you're a random stranger on the internet, but we'll know you soon. Soon enough, he'll be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm literally fine. He's like, "Mm, I don't think you are. And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm fine. And then maybe like an hour later, I just feel the floor drop from beneath my feet and I just fall down and I'm just like oh I guess you're right. So basically if anything's like not right, like if I feel that it's not fair, like it'll just tank my mood.
0: Yeah, you're you're empathetic.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of people like hug on to empath and they mean a different thing. So I'm just I'm just trying to keep it real.
0: You're deep in your feels. I can be. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Jerry Duty?
1: Um, no. It's on Amazon. Sums it up. It's yeah. really good. Amazon really did it this you. It's year. short.
0: Yeah, it might be. Honestly, it might. For, for the show-to-show ratio that Netflix I have with all my is things. is a
1: lonely wasteland, and I'm only there for
0: the reality
1: would, dating television shows.
0: Yes. Which, that would be a solo one for you.
1: Oh, no. Remember? We want to make the reality TV show where the villages, you put loofahs on each other's car and loofah for can't give out ideas. Okay, guys, that's copyright information, okay? Sorry, I thought of it first.
0: All right, what's your number eight?
1: My number eight is I'm a Virgo. Me too! Whoa! Yeah. High five.
0: Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they'll love hearing put, that on the recording.
1: I wanted to put it higher, but I had so many other choices. Same. But, honestly, I could go on and on and on. This episode is definitely going to need a deep dive. A there, 15 foot tall man!
0: And that's that's maybe the least ridiculous part about it. Yeah. And then, uh...
1: Big baby burger, what can I bop you with?
0: The, uh... The character of, uh, Flora...
1: She's amazing.
0: ...was amazing. The episode in which they went into her backstory... And explained how her, so, she kind of has like a power where She's she so fast where she goes super fast, but the way she feels it is everyone else around her are so slow.
1: So I think they're really trying to go with like personal experience, like sometimes you feel like you're just on a totally different vibration than other people. Like you get it so fast, or they get it so fast, and like it just feels like people aren't syncing up.
0: Uh, but it follows, um, a, a giant.
1: Who, I don't know, 13 foot tall. Is that a giant? It's a giant. Okay, so medically giant, but I'm like, Jack and the Beanstalk giant? And now. the way,
0: the, the really cool thing is the way that they do this, the way they do this is they use technology that was done from like the seventies and eighties to make everything mm-hmm. else seem so much smaller. Mm-hmm.
1: Or are you talking about how it was actually made?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about how it was actually made. All right. Um, I was talking about how it was actually made. Uh, yeah, the way because Butch Riley, who did um one of our favorite movies, maybe we'll talk about it sometime. We'll do a deep dive. Isn't you? I'm sorry to bother you. He like he he definitely loves using extended metaphor. He loves showing, especially anything to do with race relations.
1: Also, he just wants you to be like, what the fuck?
0: Yes. That is definitely something you and get. And that's
1: one of my top criteria. Did I say what the fuck at least once if I didn't? Nah.
0: Right. Um. Well.
1: Pardon me if you hear the scratching of my pen, but I had to write something down real quick.
0: Um, and then... Gerald uh, Jerome, who's also in uh,
1: uh, the. I'm sorry to bother you. I was
0: to say the the circle.
1: Oh, full circle. The full circle. i not say the circle. That's another but thing. But he was he was also in that. There's like two different the circles. One is a reality television show, and the other is not. Right. Is it a movie? I think Emma Watson's in it.
0: Perhaps. Anyway. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> <You're> fine. <laughs> um, but he was also in that. But he was he, as Cootie. He was incredible. Um, And then the way, like I said, the way all the technical... Yeah, his dad was ridiculous.
1: Like, he kind of sucks in a way, but, like, he's also hilarious.
0: Also, the... It's... There's a death in it that's really surprisingly very sad.
1: Yeah. I didn't think of that until now.
0: Uh, sorry. And then, um, there's a... Like, quite literally, a white savior character... (laughs) is all about, like law and order, and all of what that brings, named a hero played by Walter Goggins, who is... Ridiculous. Yes. But it is also, like, the the metaphors that they use um, between, like, law enforcement and neighborhoods of, um, like, diversity and for people of... Um, color. Color. Versus uh, the
1: gentrification. Gentrification, right, gentrification of other neighborhoods, right. and what they were doing was diverting the power, turning it off so that they can use it right. for the white neighborhoods, for the upper class, while everybody else was left in the dark. Right. And they were also left years ago in technology, and they don't want them to flourish, so they're going to keep them down. Yes. Does that sound was, familiar to anyone?
0: No, it doesn't sound like they draw through anything from a, from a headline or anything like that. Um, In
1: about an hour, you're going to be like, why are you upset? And I'll be like, I'm good. Another hour, I'm going to be like, death.
0: Yes. I'm going to move on to number, unless you have anything else to say about... Okay,
1: but wouldn't it be my number eight?
0: We just did your number eight.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Do I'll you want to do your seven?
1: No, you can do your seven.
0: Okay. For number seven, this is a show I absolutely adored from... Uh, a creator I absolutely love. I think he's a brilliant writer, um, and he partnered also with a podcaster that I absolutely love. Oh,
1: it's um, higher up on my list.
0: It's higher up on your. Li- then we'll talk about it then. But at seven, I have Primo. You have you have Primo higher.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, what do you? What is your seven?
1: My number seven, which I think we'll find on your list, but it's just where it fell this time. Is what we do in the shadows.
0: It is not on my list because it just had...
1: Not its, even an honorable mention?
0: It's It didn't have its full season.
1: I guess. So should I go to my number six? No, I <laughs> want to talk about it, man. Oh, about what we do in the shadows?
0: Yes, it's incredible.
1: So, it's one of those shows that... I don't know about you. Maybe you liked it right away. I liked it right away, but it's one that really sneaks up on you, and by halfway through the first season, you really care about these characters. You're just singing
0: the theme song the whole time <laughs> about being dead.
1: I'm dead, you're dead, we are dead. I don't remember which one it is.
0: I think we're all dead. Yeah. Um, They're at least dead. Naja. Yes.
1: And they- Colin Robinson. And...
0: Nando. Y'all
1: know a Colin Robinson in your life. You won't know it until you watch this. Once you do, you will laugh every time.
0: Law is low as well. Yeah.
1: Pretty yeah. good <laughs> Guillermo.
0: Yeah, Guillermo's the best. It's a it's a great show. It's really hard to talk about it because it's not like there's like one although I really love the plot line that they're doing this season where Guillermo has been again, spoiler alerts here, um, he's been
1: Bitten by a Vampire. Bitten by
0: a Vampire is becoming-ish a vampire-ish. Vampire. Um, I think it has bo- to
1: do with his background and why. They haven't let Slip yet, so I won't either, but I think yeah. there's a reason for this. Um, and I don't think it's just because that other guy sucks at being a vampire. Although I do think a little bit he does. Yeah, and but the comedy sucks, is... get it?
0: Yes, and it's quite on the nose. Or on the teeth. The uh, fangs! <laughs> Uh, it's, it's hard to just be like, it's just funny, but it's just hilarious. It always is funny. Uh, it's criminally underrated. I can't believe it wasn't nominated for anything.
1: Also, imagine this. You're a vampire. What do you have to do? I don't know. You see some hedges? Turn those bitches into vulvas. Every last one. That is his talent.
0: It's one of the many talents that Lazlo has.
1: I wonder why they haven't used the term "fang banger." Did True Blood take that?
0: I think they. They say you, you could
1: never that. say that. Maybe. Just like Boneshaw.
0: I think maybe you also should never say that. That's true. Um.
1: The thing about what we do in the shadows is, it feels like a family show that you cannot show your family. Like, if it wasn't for the mass amounts of gore, the crude humor. And just all the sex jokes, I feel like it would be great to share with your family.
0: So, like, about two minutes of the show.
1: Yeah. And then, like, after that, you just kind of, like, taking that glass of water. I don't know if you guys did this, but every single time, if I was watching something and it got a little embarrassing and I'm around my mom and dad and my sister, my sister and I, Jenny, shout out, Jenny, what's up? So I would grab my water. <laughs> I would grab my water, and I would just bury my face in that thing, drinking until the horrible scene was over. Don't get me started on the blowjob scene in Boat Trip.
0: <sighs> was that the start of your drinking problems?
1: Wow, we're getting too deep into this one. Oh, today. I was just talking about water. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All oh. right. So, anything else on what you do in the shadows?
0: Um, it's great. We
1: have matching shirts.
0: It's always we do.
1: Jackie Daytona, human bartender. Uh,
0: every episode of it is there's usually something that will make me laugh. Um, I just love the way Laszlo says the mall. Uh, in this past season,
1: oh, we're going to the mall. The mall,
0: Or maybe that was the Nando. The
1: mall, but uh, it's just—it's
0: amazing. I like some of the the body horror stuff that they've been doing this season.
1: It's so gross, but they don't do it in a way where you think it's realistic. Right. So you're like, "Okay, this is this is horror shop. It's not like Right, right. That's what it feels dumber. like. It's not right. like
0: it's very like practical effects and nothing ridiculous."
1: I mean, Except for it is ridiculous. is ridiculous.
0: Yes, that's very true. But uh it's great. Um there's really not much I got to say about that. It's just fantastic. You should watch it. Uh, it's on the Hulu, uh, FX stuff. The Lou The Lou
1: Okay, I'm gonna get on with number six for well, me. Well, that was your... Okay, what we do in the chat is with number seven for me.
0: Do you want me to do my number six?
1: Did we do your number seven?
0: My seven is higher on your list. Remember those Primo.
1: Okay, perfect. So, no, let's go to my number six. My number six is the bear.
0: That's definitely higher on my list.
1: That's probably one or two for you.
0: Perhaps. <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. Um, Do you want to say anything about yeah. it for you?
1: This is another show that it took me a little while to get into because I'm not really I
0: loved it right away.
1: I know. He did. He was good. And we're to talking me.
0: specifically about the second season. Okay. The one that just aired.
1: I'm talking about the first season just in the fact of getting me into it. it oh took no, me I'm talking about while. like the
0: reason where it's ranking on our list. Okay. That's well, all.
1: I'm still gonna give that story. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is okay. But then one of the episodes was so stressful, I couldn't breathe. It felt like I was going to have a heart attack, and that's when I knew I fucking love this show.
0: It's incredible. Uh, And like I said, it's much higher on my list. Um, So that was your number six.
1: Uh, We can go into it further when we get to your The Bear entry. Yeah, they
0: know. Do I need to
1: fight you right on our podcast? Yes. Episode one? Yes. Episode one. Yes. Really? Really?
0: I'm going to do my number six. All right. Um, Poker Face. Is it higher than yours?
1: So, due to some oversight, I don't even have it, and I adored that series. I think I'm really, really dealing with recency bias here.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think a lot of mine is recency bias, too. But you like that one.
1: I loved it. Natasha um, Lyonne, we love yeah, you. Natasha You're welcome Leon. anytime. She's
0: on the wall of, like, the greatest, um... She did Russian Doll as well, uh, Orange the New Black. Um, but I love a lot of the direction that started off with Ryan Johnson. Uh, the guest stars that would come in every week were incredible. Oh, they were great. Um, all of the, the ridiculous.
1: Um, Didn't she write and produce on that?
0: Natasha Leone? Yeah. I don't know if she wrote on the show.
1: I thought she did. I know did. she was a
0: producer. And I know Ryan Johnson, who did like the Star Wars movie that everyone hated, but I loved. Not the last. The last one was horrible. Um, well,
1: now you gotta mention it. Not well, the horrible one.
0: Um, Rogue one. No, it wasn't Rogue one. Rogue one was Gilroy.
1: I sometimes know names.
0: It'll take me a second to remember. Everyone right now is probably screaming at it over there.
1: Well, message it to us right now.
0: Like, they can't. We're we're recording. It's not live.
1: When it's for them.
0: Um. So
1: you can feel that she has her hands all on the series. Definitely, her and voice, her acting is incredible. It resonates, and yes, like, and this show will stress you out. But like, that's the mark of a good show for me. It's
0: also funny, though.
1: It's so good.
0: Oh, I forgot Ryan Johnson also did Knives Out, and he did the second one.
1: Did he do the Glass Onion? Or was yes, that that's what it's called.
0: Bet. the second one is called Glass Onion. Uh, The Last Jedi was the one I was thinking of. That's the one with um where uh, Luke is a curmudgeon. And yeah. they do the awesome... If you don't know
1: Star Wars, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, go go learn some pop culture, guys.
0: Yeah, go learn... Well, they can learn it from us. Okay. Isn't that great? Wait, we
1: can dig into some Star Wars, because that's going to be a little bit more on you. I'll be like, oh, the porks are so cute. Maybe,
0: maybe. But no, uh, going back to Poker Face, though... Um, like, the whole. I also really like it because it was a throwback to previous television where there really wasn't that much of a through line and every single episode felt like their own individual. It was like the episode where we're in Texas, the episode where we're up in the mountains, uh, the episode where we're at a, um, a nursing home.
1: Yes, the setting was so strong in every instance, and it's just, like, little temp jobs that you go when you're on the run.
0: I also love the guy who played the uh, FBI agent, who was from Big Bang Theory.
1: Oh, yeah, Wallowitz.
0: Wolowitz. Wolowitz was I'm sure a...
1: he has a real person name.
0: Yeah, it's Wallowitz, <laughs> But no, he was he was great. Um, like, basically anyone and anything, anyone who's ever acted in anything. Everything,
1: everywhere, all at once?
0: That was also very good. Um
1: That's not your line you were supposed to say. That's a movie, not a television show.
0: Well, I know I had a line. Uh but yeah, I keep freaking digressing. Knives Out, very good. It's one of those ones, I think it's on Peacock. I don't think it's on I think that's the streaming service it's on. It's very good. Um Watch it. It's 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 awesome. Uh what's your number five? Primo Primo. Okay, let's talk about Primo. This Prima. is
1: actually one of his podcast, guys, if podcasts exists, which it seems like in this episode we're saying they do not exist.
0: They do not exist.
1: Okay, they don't exist, but this show does, and it's so heartwarming. It brings you back to all those sitcoms, and we talked a little bit about it when we first watched it, first finished it, and it just gives me the heartstrings of like an Abbott Elementary, a yeah. good place. Think of your favorite sitcoms. It's, they don't take themselves too seriously and that's why they're so great
0: it's also not like a high con I would I would disagree with The the Good Place because I feel like The Good Place is kind of like yeah a high con- it
1: has the twist but I feel like the heart of it
0: yes the heart of it yes it has it has uh, like Good Place vibes because I think Michael Shore who did The Good Place also helped with um, producing Primo well
1: then that would make sense
0: and then uh, Chase Serrano uh, based a lot of it on his life growing up because I think the same thing happened where his father had walked out on him and his cousins and uncles but he has
1: five uncles
0: would, would help raise him with his mom and an
1: amazing single mother
0: grew up in San Antonio um there's a lot of like references to um Shea Serrano's life um like being a massive Spurs fan uh there's a lot of like basketball references uh Shea Serrano's awesome you should check him out it's good, um, I don't even
1: like basketball.
0: The But the show is just, it's just funny. I think I think it's the most I've laughed this year. And that
1: kid is so heartwarming. Yes, he just the wants kid to is the right incredible. Thing.
0: Let me see if I can get his name. It's uh, Ignacio Diaz Silver. Um, he, the show is amazing. It's, it's a.
1: Go watch it, right
0: it, now. It, it, it's a show that I think. Um, That's also
1: on Prime, isn't
0: it? It is also on Prime. Ignacio Diaz Silverino is his name. Uh, he's incredible. The mom who's played by Christine Vidal is amazing. Uh, oh my all gosh. the uncles. The
1: whole Mexican food thing was so fun.
0: That was great. All the uncles are also very distinct.
1: Yes, it's so easy to be like, oh man, all my uncles. But, like, each one has their thing.
0: Right. Every single one of them. Like, there's one that's like, straight lace, there's one that's one kind of, like...
1: their money in different coats in their closet, which is a great way. I've never considered that form of saving money. Uh,
0: but, I mean, who
1: can save money in this economy, Amara?
0: There's one who's just uh, kind of, like, a hippie.
1: Yeah, he's so spiritual and grounded. He never wears shoes. He doesn't it's, know what's going on. It's lovely.
0: But he also, like... It's almost like if five different uncles all combined into one person, they'd be one perfect person. But, like they like, they all complete each other.
1: That's true, and another one I want to mention in this, which it just came out, guys, I'm so excited to watch it, is Reservation Dogs. The content isn't the same, but the coming-of-age story and the kind of different setup and different cultures is just, it's so good. It's what I'm here for.
0: But uh, that's Primo. Uh, That was your number six or number five?
1: My number five. What's your number four?
0: My number five... It's okay. Numbers are hard. Is Beef.
1: So Beef didn't get on my list. I liked it, but it didn't stay with me. I do think it was good. I liked it, but I'm going to let you talk about it, and I'll just jump in here and there.
0: I think the performance of the two leads were incredible. I think Steven Yu knows the best acting I've ever seen him do.
1: I do Uh, love the cover.
0: Have you seen the cover? Yes. If you
1: haven't, look up the cover art right now.
0: Uh, which was actually, I think all the cover art was done by, um, I think it was done by, uh, I think it was done by, sorry, I keep saying the same thing, I think it was done by David Cho, like one of the people who acted, the guy who played Isaac in the show, also did all the artwork for it. Um... I think that the performance of the two leads were incredible. it's 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 worth it just for the Steve Ewan scene in the church when he's overcome with emotion and he just completely loses it. Do you remember that scene? I'm was, trying
1: to think I don't really remember watching. I this.
0: think the last two episodes I know were I incredible.
1: Beef. I don't know if I was super tired when I watched it or what, but I'm not really.
0: Do you remember the last episode and how wild it was?
1: I remember how wild some parts of it were.
0: Where like they were so starving and dying of thirst. It ended on the twist. Um where the the husband found her and I think shot Stevie Owen's character. Um It was it was incredible. It was really good. Um it was really unique I love again it was very um diverse and different very different uh I think the guy who plays his brother uh young Mazzino I think he was he was nominated as well. I thought he was great the guy who played paul his his younger brother um oh I was gonna add that
1: it's very. It's an absurd, like, slice of life.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like, what would happen if two people just could not get over a disagreement?
1: And just how strong anger can live and right. fester oh. and just, like, take you over. These people would never do those things. It's yet, like a study
0: are. in self-sabotage as, self-sabotage as well. Don't at
1: me. Well, <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> I know,
0: but... But no, Beef is incredible. Uh, If you don't have that much more to add, we can move on. But uh, again, that was, I think, the Netflix show that I think I enjoyed the most. Out of all of them, of like one? Right, yeah. Out of all of the ones. Uh, What's your number four? No, I asked you. You asked me my number four? I just went. Okay. Uh, This is not something you've seen.
1: That's not fair.
0: But That's it, not the I rules. have. To, I have to mention it though. You we watched most of the first season, so you at least know about the show's existence. And I'm not going to spoil Barry? it. Barry.
1: Figured
0: it. Uh, it was the last season of Barry. Uh, he wrote built by he. I mean Bill Hader wrote and directed every episode. He did the full tour. He wrote, directed, and acted and acted in every episode. Um, it was less funny this year and a lot more intense. You've seen the first season.
1: Yes. I'm going to stop you there real quick. I think my problem with Barry, which I know heavy words, big take. I like it. The problem with me is getting through it because it is like saying here, look at this comedy, but it's really more of a drama. And I think towing the line is a difficult thing to do because you really do feel the drama more than the comedy.
0: I think it, I think it varies from moment to moment. It reminds me, I don't know if I stole this from anyone, I apologize. But it, I just, it reminds me of like when you go to like a funeral. When you you're looking at me like, where am I going with this? I mean,
1: it wasn't that bad.
0: No, but like when you go to a funeral, there are sad moments, but there are also like funny moments there are also moments of like levity
1: never been to a funny funeral you've
0: never connected with someone else who's at a funeral and just been like no this guy over here why is he here like who's this no
1: i need to go to one of those sexy funerals
0: never heard of those
1: show one of the shows calls it that we i will come back to this later on they're like funerals are so sexy look at all these sad people they're so sexy I, I swear it's a thing. I'm gonna have a I moment not, of silence just for that I sentence alone. I could not have come up with that.
0: I, I would hope not. <laughs> um. So I, again, like I don't want to get too much into it. I think uh, the character of NoHo Hank is one of the funniest characters. I think Anthony Carrigan plays him perfectly. Uh, Sarah Goldberg who plays Sally Reed. Uh, also incredible.
1: Speak clearer. You're starting to mumble.
0: Oh, uh, Okay.
1: I was trying to be subtle about for, it. For right, 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 right. But no, just be clearly. An hour went and came and went faster than we expected, and we got three phone calls, so super popular. But we were talking about Barry the last you heard. So, um, what is your number? Or what is my number for?
0: What four? is your number for?
1: Succession. I feel like that's higher that on your a list. A little I bit know. higher.
0: A little bit higher.
1: But. Don't be a Kindle Roy. Come on.
0: I'm, 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 I'm not. Okay.
1: okay, we'll talk about that when you're ready. We'll what talk is... about our number one boys. <laughs> the Roy boys?
0: The Roy boys. <laughs> um, you want me to go with number three?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to be, I feel like this is not on your list, and I am going to be shocked if it's not. And be- I feel like it's a gross, gross miscalculation on your part. You have Last of Us?
1: That's my three as well.
0: No way, really? Yes. Okay, so just. I mean, we could talk Pedro
1: Pascal. About...
0: Yes, he is everyone's daddy.
1: Sad stories. Do you want to cry? Watch episode three.
0: Yeah, the third episode. Which I think is called, like, the long, long time or something The like long,
1: that. long cry. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. Where you're hyperventilating, holding um, your knees, rocking back and forth.
0: I remember the experience of watching that episode with you. Was that the
1: one we saw in the hotel? I think it was. I think it
0: was, too, which is wild. Um, hot tub, right? I don't think that was the hot tub the hot tub, it, there was a hot or tub in the hotel, but there was a hot tub Or was
1: that when we were going on our trip? we were going on our trip. We will talk about our trip later. We will? Yeah, oh, why not? Star our podcast. Good.
0: That's true, we can do whatever, the Zealand podcast exists, but yes. New
1: Orleans! Yeah, that's great. I miss you, New Orleans. We do. Please remember me.
0: And if if anyone wants to sponsor a trip
1: to New
0: Orleans, that would be... We'll go do a private show for you. Yeah.
1: As long as you don't murder us.
0: No murdering. Um, So, Last of Us, if if we did um, just an episode, like by episode, I think... The third episode of the show, um, which, crazy enough, Are you talking
1: about the haters?
0: Well, no, no, I was going to say crazy enough doesn't really feature that much of Pedro Pascal, or amazing, amazing performance by Bella Ramsey. Oh my gosh. They are...
1: Every performance is amazing from... Well, Bella
0: Ramsey is just out of this world insane.
1: How... Are you that good at that age?
0: It's impossible.
1: I know they're older than they seem, but...
0: Yeah. But, uh, Mary Bartlett, who was on the first season of uh, White, Lotus. White Lotus, who was incredible in that. Go and watch Nick, it now. Nick Offerman, who... Wait,
1: neither of us put White Lotus Season 2?
0: Well, because it didn't come out this year.
1: What are years, guys? Come on.
0: It's the things that apparently happened after the pandemic.
1: Time is a flat circle. The calendar is a post-it note.
0: Thanks, Russ Cole. Um... So, I was just finishing the discussion about that episode, I think it's one of the best episodes of television ever. I think the show about, like, how you express love was incredible.
1: Yes, and just, not just living through a pandemic, but finding your reason to live.
0: Well, not, right. I don't know if
1: that hits home for anybody else, said, yeah. but it's along the same lines of, well, like, Station Eleven... Like, that focused more on the art, but this focused more on the relationships to other people and how, if you don't have someone out there with you, you might as well just be a mushroom zombie.
0: Right. And a lot of it was, like, it's about surviving, not just... I mean, it's about thriving, not just surviving.
1: And the toll that it takes on you. Not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually as well.
0: And just just watching them. Again, uh, uh, another show that um, I feel like depicted... Um, an LGBTQIA relationship so wonderfully. Uh, Hint, the, guys,
1: they're just called the, people.
0: The acting was fanta- the, between the two of them. But then, like, you got the rest of the show.
1: The mall scene.
0: Oh, yeah, with the flashback oh, episode. Like,
1: I do love me in episode three, but I think that's almost as good. Uh, Her friendship playing out, and then the end of it is just heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. Uh, when
1: does season two come out?
0: <laughs> not soon enough. But yeah, that was the one that had Storm Reed in it. That yes, was she
1: was so good. She's fantastic. She's good
0: in anything. But that was so good. The um, the the fact that they again spoilers, you know. But if you're listening this far, you know this is going to happen. We
1: give spoilers. We um, will spoil it.
0: That they go from uh, a first kiss to being infected within two minutes of each other. And just the reactions that each character has, and that's how she finds out that she's she can't be infected.
1: And I don't know about you, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but okay. I love a rundown reclaimed by the earth mall.
0: Oh, the visuals! In like,
1: well, what, what about give that to me? What over about when they went else? through
0: Boston and like they had the wonderful visuals of um, when they went through the hotel?
1: Does it show how narrow the streets are? Because I definitely want to keep an eye out for that one.
0: Well, just remember that, um, you know, mushrooms also do love, and they need that connection.
1: I love mushrooms. Listen, if I have to choose between a walking dead zombie or, like, a really scary mushroom guy, take me to the mushrooms. I think that'll be a better end.
0: Uh, But, yeah, just great. Um, I still need to play the video game because I want to see the comparison, but I think it just stands on its own.
1: I do want to see that. But I don't know if I want to lose her again.
0: Oh, you Right at the, the beginning, first, his the daughter. Beginning. Yeah, but, That's a
1: bummer, guys.
0: Oh, and then the way it ended, how she knows that he lied about what he did. And you could just tell it in her face the disappointment.
1: But it's always like, sometimes parents have to lie to you. Yeah. And this is another reason why we can only have Luke listen to a couple of our episodes.
0: We've never established who he is.
1: Luke is our son. He's nine years old.
0: And I don't know if that's something we wanted to
1: I think that's fine. I don't want to give details. But
0: okay. You just did.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. They can find that from anything.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, it was incredible. I'm so glad it was your number three. It was my number three.
1: That's so funny. So we've had number, we've had two of the same. Was right. it eight, I'm a Virgo. Yes. And then three, Last of Us. Right. What are the chances of that?
0: Yeah, and I think our top five is almost the same except for... No, I've got Yellow Jackets I mean, uh, up
1: there. That's my right. number two. Your number two. We'll,
0: we'll, Jump so in the gun. talk about but your number two.
1: Yellow Jackets, yes. I want to do episode by episode. I could make a whole Yellow Jackets podcast, but I guess I'll just keep it easy and stay within here. Something about that show captures me so much. The young actors, amazing. The old actors, Amazing. Melanie Linsky, yes, please. And you know what? We finally got a show where the useless husband, he's not useless. And he will surprise you.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's a character that they weren't sure what to do with. Well, the uh, Jeff, right? Yeah. Melanie Linsky's husband. It's played by Warren Cole.
1: So great. And I don't know if we want to spoil so much. But Elijah Wood is in it.
0: Oh, Elijah, Elijah Wood! Is is Wood.
1: Amaz- uh, any- I don't know where he's been hiding, but his resurgence I will into say, acting is a gift to us all.
0: Any scene that included
1: Christina Ricci,
0: Elijah Wood, and Christina Ricci—it's worth you. You got to watch every episode just for that. That them together the musical
1: number Caligula, amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, just shouts all around. It was great.
1: You know um, that...
0: The only thing I will say, and I, I don't want to rain on your number Misty two parade.
1: Quigley and Caligula, Fantastic. you know she would have the smartest bird, which doesn't African Grey Parrot.
0: Is that really a smart bird? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Well, they're the most vocal. They can speak the clearest and learn the most.
0: Well, we got to protect uh, Caligula then
1: at all costs. Or Missy Quigley's coming for you, and I do not want that.
0: Um I think ultimately I was... Dis- the reason why it made an honorable mention and it wasn't in my top ten, I think ultimately I was kind of disappointed in the finale. There were certain... I think that decision- had to
1: happen, so I see that's where we kind of...
0: I think there were certain choices diverged. that they made. Certain very specific choices. Yeah,
1: but I guess um season three will let us know Uh what... Which- direction they're going, and how much it changes the show after such a character loss like that.
0: Right. And I think that, but I think the thing was, it just...
1: We could also go further back. Maybe we don't get any further from the present.
0: I I think that they're going to keep
1: pushing the present. I think, yes, but maybe not timelines that matter. Maybe a little bit before we met them, or like, maybe almost like a future casting or like kind of when they're in the airplane and you don't know, it's very ambiguous. Are they alive? Are they dead? Are they in some sort of afterworld? Is it lost? I don't know. And
0: I also think that, again, I'm not trying to, cause I still think it was incredible and I was so glad that we watched it. And it's the only thing that's keeping Showtime still a business. Yeah. Um, and I hope that they make 70 seasons of this. Um, It's slated
1: for five right now, correct?
0: Yeah, I think it'll probably end there, too. Although Showtime, they like keeping uh, things that should have ended a long time ago
1: You can raise anatomy the fuck out of this.
0: Well, I'm just looking at Dexter.
1: Okay, we love our boy Dexter, but they cannot do finales. And I'm saying they have the worst finale, but they might also have the second worst finale.
0: You're talking and about the same show, worst? right?
1: <laughs> no, no, Dexter and then Dexter New Blood. Yeah,
0: exactly. I said you're talking about the same show. <sighs> um, I I just think that... There's not
1: many series I'd like to unwatch, but maybe Dexter New Blood. If you haven't gotten into it, maybe just don't. Don't. Maybe stop also, a couple seasons before and just We didn't mean to go into the Dexter
0: tangent, but just be forewarned. Organize
1: um, your blood slides. We'll meet you later.
0: The Yellow Jacket season, I feel like the first season did such a great job of balancing the past and the present. I feel like the present storyline, minus the amazing relationship between Elijah Wood's character and...
1: I also think we should have seen more of Misty with her friend. Before she got pushed. And also Javi leaving and then coming back for five minutes just to get eaten. That was a little not not the best.
0: Yeah, but uh, that episode was crazy.
1: Okay. I know we need to wrap up our talk of Yellow Jackets, but I have one question for you. Are we ever going to see adult coach Ben? And if we do, how does he fit into all of this?
0: So... Like, again, a show I've watched that you haven't, and all i got to say it's the word hatch. I have watched, seen
1: it, I just haven't seen, like, more than a season.
0: Well, I'm just saying. I don't feel but like anyone who's good at seen, the beginning.
1: I'm sorry, Sue. Anyone who's
0: seen Lost knows that. I definitely think that there are other people on the, not island, but the, the wilderness. Um, but I think the thing that disappointed me is it felt, it, it felt like a lot of times in season two, that the writers kept on, like, it's like, oh, we might do this, oh we might, like, they were almost, like, extending what could be the season, just because it, they didn't want to write themselves into a corner, so now they have an entire time to figure it out.
1: Now, I will say, the finale of season two... Was tied up a little bit too much for him. I also
0: agree. Well, I think the present like, storyline was.
1: Yeah. Where do we go from here?
0: Right. They... I feel like the past, though. Yes. Was compelling. Yes. Yeah. I I definitely feel like. Now, I like your idea. I wouldn't be surprised if one of the things that they explore is, like, they'll use the adult actors, but maybe they go, like, ten years ago. You know.
1: And maybe we bridge a little bit even more where we have the young actors. After they come Out home. of the. Yes. Yeah. Now, so I do think if they play it right, that will be great.
0: Also, Showtime, you can hire us anytime if you want. We, we will write the show for you. Would you want to write lines for Melanie Linsky?
1: I've got it. Yeah. Do I get to meet her?
0: That's that's you have to.
1: And she's gonna talk soft to me while she's gonna like while she's looking at me like I can eviscerate you and I will.
0: While also skinning a, any
1: random a deer or a rabbit.
0: When it's not a person, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Right. So, that's my two cents on Yellow Jackets. You said that's your number two. Yeah,
1: that's my number two. For Yellow Jackets. What's your number one? My number two. Jeez! I'm laughing, you kid.
0: Is Succession.
1: Okay, so yeah, we talked about our Roy boys. Um, Love Shiv. Oh my god. So, before you really get into anything. Sure. That scene when Tom and Shiv are just screaming at each oh,
0: other. Oh, the, there's... Oh. There's so much to be said, and it would be like my number one if another show didn't exist. That is, I think maybe the best television husband? I've ever seen. <laughs> what?
1: My future husband.
0: Uh, how many? I'm losing track. Are you? I
1: really no. I don't have many husbands.
0: No, no. no. It's it was your number five or number six. Your the bear. That was oh, my that's my number okay. one. Okay. Okay. Um, but go on in succession. Uh, It ended incredibly well. Um, It showed Kendall as being who he's always been, which is a petulant child. Um, The scene with them all arguing outside the boardroom.
1: Roman. No notes. Perfect. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kieran Culkin.
1: Alexander Skarsgård.
0: Was an amazing last bad guy. Like, for the last... And he he also...
1: But also... Almost, like,
0: kind of embodied Logan Roy, but, like, the future version of him.
1: But also... Alexander Skarsgård, always welcome on this podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. If he's in it, we will be watching it. I'm looking at you Vikings. Even though I didn't love that, I did watch it.
0: Um,
1: But back to what we were saying. Yeah, yeah no, no, no,
0: no, you're fine, you're fine. I was just thinking that, I was just saying that Um, I think the, also the episode where you, again, spoiler alert, you find out the death of Logan Roy at their wedding.
1: Yeah, it was so heavy. It was
0: so heavy. It was so well directed. I think that was Done but by, dear God,
1: Connor, he is something else.
0: He is the best, and I was sad. That he, that's the only thing, only not. I wish there was more use of Connor. The episode, I'll tell you, you thought the the bear is stressful. I thought the episode where they did the election was yes. stressful. Because it really brought back really peak 2016 vibes.
1: Let's not go there, please.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, it really did, though. Because... It, 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 in the end, it just feels like, and this is something that Jeremy Strong, who's a Brit, who wrote the show, um, it seems like one of the things he's really trying to show is like, in the end, we pretend we have this whole democracy, but it's these rich guys who just decide this president or this president. We just say it, and that's who it is. Um, and you know, they, I, I think,
1: a little peek behind the curtain, if and you then know.
0: like, frig it, the disgusting brothers. Cousin Greg,
1: Tom Wayne's Greg! game,
0: incredible. Like, the performances are incredible, they're ridiculous together, they're my OTP, um, they're amazing, um, uh, Shiv is amazing, like, I think, in my opinion, episode to episode, season to season, I think that is the best acted television show in the history of television.
1: Oh yeah, they're awful. They're the but, worst people ever.
0: But they are you. You know those people.
1: Mm, I don't know those people.
0: What I mean is like, like yeah, if I did, i I'd be opening see, my wallet a little. I can't see Kieran Culkin any differently. <laughs> I can't see um, Logan like. uh
1: I am so excited to see Shiv talk about beanie babies.
0: I am not as excited.
1: You're to gonna see do Sh- it
0: though. I will probably wind up getting roped into that, yes.
1: We want to talk about it. Do we? Yeah. Guys, send us your Princess die, beanie Babies, your little platypus ones. I used to have so many. Where did all the beanie babies go?
0: Uh, but yeah, did shout out any? to Sarah Snook, who played Shiv Roy. Uh, did you ever
1: have any beanie babies? I
0: had a few. Um, And I, I was wrong. Jeremy Strong plays Kendall Roy. This is why it's so cool. Jesse Armstrong writes the show, and Mark Malloy, who's directed that episode of the Connor's wedding, was incredible. And then the uh, another stressful episode I thought was the funeral episode.
1: If we can go to another season, or on the floor,
0: Or on the floor,
1: that was stressful.
0: Uh, oh. But Kieran Culkin at the funeral was yeah. incredible.
1: But weddings are always stressful.
0: Well, that was a funeral. funeral
1: no one's getting sexy. married.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's according I to you. I gotta
1: yeah. find what that is.
0: Sure, a quick search on the Google machine will tell. Okay,
1: you. but when I, it, I'm recording on my phone, so if I take it, it'll be like in my mouth while I'm trying to oh, talk. I'm just telling you, that's all. I know.
0: Uh, but that's my number two. Not enough good things can be said. Uh, incredible, amazing. It's one of the best shows that's ever existed. I don't think the last season was my favorite season. No. I think either the second or the third one.
1: I think when the siblings are working together against Logan is like the sweet spot.
0: Um I just I love the way the third season ended. I love the uh the too much birthday episode in the third season.
1: I mean, who hasn't had too much birthday?
0: I lo- I think one of the things, one of the things that made this season so good this past season, was the really tough decision to kill off Brian Cox's Logan Roy character. Yes, yeah, but I also think it. It's
1: such a revolutionary actor, right? Like, but I also think just it, saying, "Hey, man, your time is over," and him willingly. And graciously stepping down so that other people can...
0: I've seen a lot of interviews on how willing or gracious it was.
1: Well, I saw one where he seemed fine, so sorry about the others.
0: Um, but, because he definitely has a lot of thoughts on Jeremy Strong, who plays Kembo Roy. Who and... doesn't? <laughs> no
1: offense guy, but...
0: No, all the offense. Apparently yeah, he's hard really to work with. Yeah, you really not
1: the favorite.
0: He's really hard he to work with. He's like a great asshole. performer. But I don't know if we want to disparage that much. His, the character he plays seems like a giant douchebag, but yeah, I don't I don't know anything about the actor except for that he's apparently very difficult to work with, which is great because we're running in strides. Because usually it's women who are always told that they're horrible to work with, but in this case at least it gets to be a man who's horrible to work with.
1: Thanks, guy. Which yes. is actually
0: really true. Yeah, we're we're breaking down barriers here. Men can be horrible too, and are probably the only ones that are horrible. <laughs> Um, what is your number one?
1: Nope. Your number one first. I'm wanting to go last.
0: Okay, you got it. Uh, you already talked about it a little bit, but, uh, the second season of The Bear is maybe the best, uh, season of television I've ever seen, um... Jeremy Allen White, Jeremy Allen White, who plays Carmi on the show, yes, Chef. Shout out to cousin. Heard. Um, he's incredible. Um, I actually was just talking about this today, uh, with a coworker, and I, we were talking about. I was like, you got to watch this. I love it because in most narrative shows or movies, when you find your passion, that's when you usually find your happiness. But he's a character who's like, his passion is the only thing he can do, but it also brings him great sadness, because he's the, it's the only thing he can do, and he has to get rid of everything else if he wants to be great.
1: So weird take. I think success in cooking to Carmi is his one ring, but when he slips that on, relationships fall by the wayside. He can't be there for you in the way that you need a human to be there for you. But if you need a great chef, if you need the owner of a restaurant, then never better. But it is going to wear down. It is going to take something out of him that he will never get back.
0: Right. Like, it takes everything out of him to do what he wants to do. And then he has to get rid of everything else because he knows that's that's what he has to do in order for him to be complete.
1: And he gets locked in a freezer and says some really harsh stuff about his girlfriend. Or ex, I should say. (laughs) Now ex.
0: Who's played by... um, Well, gosh, what was her name? Uh, She's also in the movie uh, Theater Camp, which looks amazing. Molly Gordon, that's who plays her. um, Plays Claire. And she's great in all the episodes that she's in. Um, I also think that um, the second season... Did the character Sugar a lot better, who plays Carmi's sister.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, she actually she,
1: had Dimension.
0: Yeah, she was great. Um, again, shout out to Cousin, uh, Richie. Cousin! Uh Moss-Bakarat is an amazing actor. Uh, the, Sydney.
1: Sydney Ayo is Ediv- the Birri, best. I
0: think is incredible.
1: That food-tasting montage... And then, oh. if
0: I, I talk about like three specific episodes.
1: Hold on. Yeah, the First food tasting episodes. Shout episode. out to our guy, Maddie Matheson.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Oh, you should watch his YouTube channel. I do. It's amazing. Oh,
1: you're me that.
0: Yes. Yes. The, I want to make Naube.
1: everything that he makes, or have him make it. Shout out. You're always welcome here, Maddie.
0: And uh, he's one of the uh, producers on the show. Uh, matter of fact, it was him. And, uh, the guy who's the showrunner, Chris Storer, who's, like, pretty much their idea. Because they wanted to do... This season was opening up a new restaurant.
1: Oh, and yeah, they actually... all the complications for it. ...got the input of real chefs. Right. They Which, put them through real training, and you know what, guys? It shows.
0: It does. Um, uh, but the, uh... If, if it, you could take out three specific episodes. The Copenhagen episode... Yes, was incredible. Uh, the episode where, uh, like Lionel Boyce's character, which is played by Marcus, mm-hmm. I mean sorry, Lionel Boyce plays a character named Marcus, um, and he goes to Copenhagen, and he learns how to just make the most perfect desserts, is incredible. Like I, there's nothing else. Feeds an invisible cat. It's great. Uh, lives on a houseboat. Copenhagen looks. Gorgeous.
1: Copenhagen, if you want us there, we will come.
0: <laughs> um then the episode uh, that I think everyone probably will talk about this season. Was it the five fishes? It's the one where it's the Seven
1: Fishes.
0: Is it Seven Fishes? It's the one with all the guest stars. You that have one was
1: John Mullaney.
0: You have um oh the Scream Queen herself. Uh cuz she's in all the original like all those horror movies. Um Oh, the name is like on the top of my head, the top of my tongue, and I just can't remember it. uh Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I knew yes. have to look that up. I just Everything
1: oh, everywhere all at once.
0: Yeah.
1: Hot dog. Uh, fingers.
0: Other uh, the Bob Odenkirk. Yes. Uh, uh and then, obviously, um, Oliver Platt was amazing. He's awesome in anything. Uh, and then John Bernthal, who came back and played the brother who... That's the whole reason why the whole show exists is because it started after he killed himself. Um, just, it, it was incredible. It was the most stressful thing you'll ever see in your life. It was so relatable. You have Ew. the great Sour Paulson in it, too.
1: And yes, you will remember that time. You were not having a good time at the family dinner. You didn't go on that nice walk before dinner with the cousins. You are just having a very tense time.
0: The direction's incredible. How close they are to every single person. And also,
1: it's very weird when the matriarch makes everything and then doesn't appear. You know something's up when that happens.
0: Right. Uh, And then just like, I think... A lot of people kind of said that Jamie Lee Curtis maybe dialed it up a little bit too far with the overacting. Nah. But I think that that's a character that existed in almost everyone's family. Someone who's way over dramatic about everything, wants everything to be about them, and if they're not suffering, then they're not living. Like that's their entire existence.
1: <laughs> Everybody um, just thought of a a person.
0: Well, everyone, yeah. You can't watch that and not think about someone's family. Your own family, someone else's family, you know. Um, I even love how, like, you have these people outside the family. One of them, played by Maddie Matheson, who feels like he's a part of the family. Like, every person is, like, someone... It's like you have, again, Sarah Paulson's character with John Mulaney. Like, the, the people that actually escaped. And they're, like, the cool aunt from New York.
1: When Sydney asks her to be her sous chef,
0: Um, who plays Oh, her? yes. Tina yes. is Amazing. incredible. I was thinking about that, too. Yeah, Lisa Kolonzeus is who plays And Tina. again,
1: with all these shows, we are going to, to dedicate episodes to them. We might dedicate multiple, a string of episodes, going episode by episode. Is that starting to sound weird to you? Episode.
0: The last one, the last episode I'll talk about and why I think just this season was incredible, was Forks. Forks...
1: Was that the finale?
0: It was not the finale. I think the finale was really good. I think the
1: finale was more.
0: You liked the finale the most?
1: Yes. Because it shows them taking over, Cousin really going for it, and then him just being in the walk-in, stuck and ruining his life, but getting his...
0: But Forks, the way... But
1: spoons.
0: (laughs) The way... He transforms from a man who has no passion, from a man who cannot find what he wants to do in life, to realize service. Okay, but you don't service... see it as
1: much as until he runs that service. Until he takes over But he does it. By the end of the episode,
0: and then the wonderful conversation he has with Olivia Coleman who plays the Jeff, where they're just—they're what are they doing? They're peeling garlic or potatoes. And she, the whole idea of, like, every second matters because she knows that if you put something into it...
1: We do apologize. Our rat is doing rat crimes.
0: Uh, but the, the, the fact that she knows that the time and effort that she puts into everything relates to the, that service that's so important.
1: I feel like you could really say that about anything she acts in. Like, she's giving <laughs> that to us. Like, right. it is our pleasure to behold.
0: But I think, I, I just, I love that episode. All The the Taylor Swift needle drop is incredible.
1: Oh yeah, his daughter. So cute.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I just love Richie as a character, I think. But I think his transformation... Yes, I
1: love redemption arcs. I right. love... You don't have to be who you used to be. If you decide you want to do something different, you can do that. And it's, you can put the past in the past.
0: And it's really interesting because your main character, Carmi, in the show, really doesn't grow. He almost like...
1: Plateaus,
0: not even plateaus. It almost feels like he thinks he can grow, but then he goes back to he. he, It almost he goes he does almost like a full, uh, three sixty. The episode where he's
1: kind of going back to his roots, back back where he started. Right,
0: that he has to be the guy that worked in the five, the three star restaurant, Michelin three star. He has to be the guy that Joel McHale yelled at constantly in the first season. He has to be that. You exactly. Uh, But Richie, it really feels like Because he went from a character who Was such a dick in the first season And a lot of this season But then him realizing that You know what? This is what my passion is And
1: he didn't buy in until almost the end Right And then he did and something transformed And his chef whites
0: He looks great in a suit Yeah Looks great in a suit Richie, keep wearing those suits all right. That's my number one. Um...
1: I just want to say one thing All about... Right. Um, it's not directly related to the bear, but it's related to relating to the bear.
0: Okay.
1: Say that five times fast.
0: Related to the... <laughs> Go ahead.
1: All right. Well, he does that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that we are just getting to see really high-scale kitchens. Like the menu. Right. Like just seeing the dedication. Right. And the different culture than say like a line cook at waffle house like
0: right right yeah and which just, i'm like, not
1: discounting any kind no no line cooks are amazing right. if you make food for other people you're doing a wonderful service a much needed service but just to see it to see the dedication and how much other humans buy in right and to become a human marshmallow a s'more come on the menu not the Oh,
0: bear. right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Jump to the menu. Good. Good movie. Um, so, your number one.
1: My number one, okay, I didn't really listen to the rules. I feel like that might become a theme on this podcast. My number one is Ted Lasso.
0: Okay, yeah, and you definitely did We are not didn't.
1: finished with Ted Lasso. I'm savoring every adorable episode that I can but Ted Lasso is my future husband. Sorry. It's okay. We can both marry him. Sounds good. Ted Lasso, you're welcome anytime. Led Tasso, you as you can come as well. Yes. Roy Kent, Keely, Rebecca, everyone, everyone. That show is amazing. I love to hate Jamie Tart. Do 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 do. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I know this is running a bit long. This is our first time. We're trying to really see how it's going to go. I know it'll go a lot quicker when we have episode by episode versus, like, doing both of our top ten lists in one. But it's a way to get to know us a little bit better, see what we like, see if you like what we like, and, um, did you have anything else to say?
0: Well, I was just going to say about Ted Lasso. it's, um... It's always been highly recommended. I'm so glad that finally going through and watching it. Uh, it could technically, like, even fit under the rules because the third season did air this year. Okay, we so haven't we, haven't, to it.
1: we haven't seen season three, but I guarantee you it's amazing. Um, I heard there's an Amsterdam scene, so I'm really ready for that.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, I... Can't say enough good things. The show is incredible. It's so it's wholesome. A, it's, it's so a hug.
1: witty. It's, it's so a sm- sharp.
0: It's a laugh.
1: They give you a cup of tea. And a cry. Only if you like tea.
0: Um, it's incredibly well written.
1: I made the biscuits from Ted Lasso. Can you believe that?
0: You think you made the biscuits. No, I them? really
1: did. They need maybe a quarter cup more of powdered sugar, but they're perfect. And I, I mean, got the good. I, I got, got no the place. recipe. I literally looked oh, you up. Did? I looked up Ted Lasso Biscuit wow. recipe. I will be doing things like that often because that's how unhinged I am.
0: That's incredible.
1: They were so good. They just like the little Walker shortbread cookies. They were
0: good. I took a lot of them to me with work.
1: Oh, I know you did because I went to give mom some and there was none. There was like crumbs.
0: So I guess what you'll have to do is just make more. I guess. Anyway, uh, just finishing up on Ted Lasso, I think everything Roy Kent does is hilarious I think the rom-com episode that we saw was amazing. (laughs) Um, It's going to make you cry so much, but like in a good way, because everyone on that is amazing. The relationship that Keely and Rebecca have are top friendship goals. Um, Football is life.
1: Yes, but football is is soccer, guys. This isn't American football. Football
0: is also death. Yes. But it's also football. Danny. Football is football. Love him. He's amazing. We need footballs, life shirts.
1: I say yes, but I don't know if I can commit.
0: Yeah, we need footballs, life shirts.
1: Okay, make them really soft.
0: <laughs> um, Coach Beard is great. Nathan's He's so funny. Great. Um, Jane. All of the, the... I
1: love the little pub they go to.
0: Yes. Wankers. <laughs> um, no, not enough nice things. I'm glad that we all stuck to the rules. Yes. Perfectly. Um, on our first podcast.
1: Can you believe we did our first podcast?
0: Yeah, because we just recorded it.
1: I Yes, but like, I don't know. I think this might be a thing. Like, I think it's pretty good. I know everyone thinks what they say is good, but like, I don't know. I feel like with all the effort I'm putting into this, that you're putting into this, that other people, they're getting excited for it. And like, I don't know, I just I wanna share what we love and help people share what they love. Not to get Perfect too sentiment. mushy or yeah, sentimental. One is too sentimental. Um anyway, guys. Um thanks so much for listening. If you stuck through till the end, you are the real one. Like you can message me anytime, and at this scope of the podcast, I will respond to you. I am still open for best friends.
0: That's true. Um, if you
1: If you listen to this, it's a litmus test for being our friend. You agree with at least half of our lists, we're going to get along.
0: So you're just cool. But uh, this has gone on way too long, uh, and I think we all deserve to go get an ice cream after this.
1: You said that, and yet all the ice cream in the freezer is unsafe for me. And it's raining. I I was saying. Oh, say we do the hard work and they get the ice cream?
0: Absolutely, that's how it goes.
1: That sounds right. Yeah. but well, again, the hard thanks, work is
0: them having to listen to us.
1: Thanks so much for listening to us. Like, this is, I never thought I could even do this. And then one day I said, we should do this. And then I've been working nonstop ever since.
0: So, with all of that, and for hanging in and giving us a try, we're signing off on Mitchell Regan.
1: I'm Teresa Stoddard and we will see you next Tuesday.